Well, this morning we're starting a series of lessons for the next four weeks, just our Christmas series in 2023. And uh, what we're going to be doing is for the next four weeks, we're just going to take a theme from the whole Christmas story, some themes and some events that you've heard about. If you've been in church at all like me, I've been hearing these things since I was, you know, just a kid that I could pay attention. Uh, but, but I want you to lean in. Uh, my, my prayer is that your heart would be opened. My prayer is that uh, as we read some of these scriptures, it just wouldn't be like wrote and it's like, okay, I've heard that before. But you challenge yourself to really hear the word of God in a new way because I believe God's got something fresh for us to receive from the word of God. Come on, sound all right, everybody? Uh, so, so let's look at Luke chapter 2. Let's read verse 8 through 14. We'll look at the New Living Translation. It says this, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. Come on, I'd be terrified too, right? Uh, but the angel assured them, don't be afraid. You know, it's all, uh, whenever God shows up, he doesn't want you to be afraid. And so the first thing out of angels' mouths, first thing out of Jesus, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring joy, great joy, to all the people. Verse 11, the Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem the city of David. And you will recognize him, verse 12 says, by this sign, you will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly, verse 13, key on on this, because this is where we're going to spend our time today. Suddenly, and the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven. We got one angel, and then all of a sudden, we got heavens around are filled with the vast host of others, the armies of heaven, yes. praising God. How many of the armies are praising God? They're not, not shooting Uzis, they're praising God. And it says this, they're praising God saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Yes. Today, let's talk about this because I see some similarities between what these angels and this angel was doing and what these angels were saying and what our job and what our position and what our, our portion needs to be on this earth concerning what just transpired with the birth of Jesus. I sound all right? Let's pray. Father, we come to you today. We just thank you for the word. The word is never changing, always constant. Jesus, we know from the gospel of John that you and the word are one. So as we open up the scriptures today, we ask you that the scriptures would be open to us. As we read your word, read our heart. Let our hearts be united with your heart so when we leave here today, something from your word, something from your spirit will reside deep within us, Lord God, that we leave this service changed in the name of Jesus. Amen. What's interesting about this that I find is that these angelic beings had been with the Son of God or been with the Messiah, been with God, Jesus, the Son of God in heaven for eternity past. 
uh, when creation was made, we know that uh, those six days of creation and God rested on the seventh day, he made all those different things. On the sixth day, he made man. But the scriptures don't have really any indication that tell us in the Genesis account when angels were made, yet we know they're here. They were here then, and we can read the accounts in the Old Testament. But the book of Job actually tells us this in Job chapter 38, verse 4 through 7. And Job, God is coming and really pinning Job's ears back for questioning him uh, and all the conflict that he went through. And he actually says to Job, where were you when the morning stars were singing before the foundation of the earth? before creation. The morning stars, all church theologians, all of the smart folks who write those books, they all believe the morning stars aren't just talking about the stars that we would see that come out in the morning. The morning stars were the angels that God created, the angels in eternity past, before creation, before we would even, we can't think about this or understand this, before time even began. They were created by God for a purpose to, to we're going to find out why God created them, a couple of things, and how then we can, we can lean into how God created them, and we're going to see why and how God created us. Uh, these angels knew who Jesus was from eternity past, and yet when these angels, this angel and then this host that were there in, in this time with these shepherds, when, when, when Jesus was born, th their hearts, if you would, in our vernacular, were exploding with praise and with worship, with anticipation that all that we've heard about for eternity past, it's coming to pass right now. God's plan, his purpose, it's come to earth, Jesus is born, Everything's getting ready to change. Come on, everybody. It's incredible. It's incredible. A couple of things I think, again, I want you to draw your attention to. Just look on the screen. I think these are important for where we want to go today. Is that God Almighty created angels to serve his purposes. To serve his purposes. And similarly, God Almighty created us to serve his purposes. We're not angels. We've been created in the image of God. Angels have not been created in the image of God. They're a different kind of creation that God created. Just like he created animals, he created the stars, he created the heavens, he created the plant kingdom. He created angels, not in his image, but they have a purpose. And their purpose is to serve God, to minister to God, to do what God wants done on the earth. Similarly, God has created you. God has created me to worship him and to serve him and serve his purposes in the earth. You're not here by accident. You're not here by chance. You're here by choice, the choice of God to, to uh, understand his assignment and to fulfill his, wor his word and, and what he wants you to worship and adore and focus on for the rest of your life. I, I, I'm concerned that we're living in a generation of just people wasting their lives and wasting time. Listen to me. I don't know when Jesus is coming back, but he might be coming back soon. And so we need to get our house in order. We need to get busy serving God, worshiping God, leaning in, using the gift, talent, and ability that he's given us for the purpose of the kingdom of God. Amen, everybody. Come on. I believe time is short. Come on. Time is short, man. And so while, while the angel was talking to the shepherds, the scripture says this angel is joined by this vast host, the, the armies of heaven, praising God, glory to God in the highest and on earth, 
peace, goodwill toward men. It's, it's like this, th th this thing is, is continual in the Bible. We see it again in Revelation. Look at Revelation chapter 5, verse 11. Revelation 5, verse 11. The book of Revelation describes these angels, and it says every created being will see this, worshiping Jesus, worshiping the Lamb. Revelation 5, 11. Then I looked, John says, and I heard the loud voice, come on, the loud voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000. Somebody said millions on millions of angels that John has seen this vision, and he's, he's overwhelmed, and he sees all. All these angels worshiping and praising and lifting their voice to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Come on, don't miss heaven. Come on, I want to go to Las Vegas and I want to go to the Severe and I want to see you too and I want to see Beyonce and I want to see, listen, forget all that noise. Come on, make it to heaven. It's a concert. Come on, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look at this tent out. They circled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. Listen, there's these things called the living creatures. Read about them. And the elders, the, the 12 elders, the, the 12 tribes of Israel, those men, uh, Abraham, come on, all, all them brothers, are, are the sons of Jacob. And, and then we've got the 12 apostles. Uh, come on. They're the elders. They're there and they're, they're, they're throwing down their crowns and they're worshiping. Check it out. In a loud voice, verse 12, they were saying, worthy is a lamb. Come on, somebody. Let's read this out loud. Come on, one, two, three, read it. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Look at verse 13. And I heard, I heard every creature. I heard every creature in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. Come on, come on, little under the earth creatures. On the sea and in them saying this. Come on, read it out loud. Come on, one, two, three. To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Come on, be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. And then all of a sudden, there's these other creatures. There's the four living creatures. They're, they're, they're these living creatures. We, we got angels. The scripture says, Isaiah said, there's, there's these angels and they got six wings and, and two they cover their eyes and two they cover their feet and two they fly with. Come on, don't miss heaven. You're going to see some stuff. You're going to hear some stuff. You're going to be a part of some stuff that you just go, this is better than Netflix. Come on, everybody. This is amazing. This is our God. Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. Hey, come on, come on. Has anybody ever... Has anybody like ever, I, I, I like to look at animal shows and all that kind of stuff. And, and has anybody ever like looked at rhino, a rhinoceros and you go, how did you create that? I mean, and then were the other day, the kids on the preschool, they were freaking out and they loved it because at the bottom of the preschool stairs down there, there was a praying mantis, that little freaky little praying mantis thing. And I'm kind of going, how did you create that? And then, listen, when we go to heaven, there's going to be all kinds of things that ain't nobody seen. And you're going to go, wow, my God. Come on, somebody. And the Bible says all of them in heaven, earth, and under the earth, they're praising him. Come on, somebody. Come on, they're praising him. <laughs> they're praising him. So, listen, if this is the activity of heaven, then this needs to be the activity of of your home. If the activity of heaven 
is praise and worship and, and honor and glory and thanks and, and worship to God. And, and we've, got, we've got angels doing this. We've got a vast host of heaven doing this. If, if this is the activity of heaven, then this needs to be the activity of your home. This needs to be in your daily life. What, what, what we just experienced today by Alfonso and the whole team up here and what we happen every Sunday morning, it can't just be a Sunday thing. It's got to be an everyday thing in your life that that the activity of your home has to be praise and worship where you, you just control the environment of your home where depression doesn't come in, where darkness doesn't come in, where fear doesn't come in. Come on, where you just put the blood of Jesus over the doorposts of your house and say, death angel, come on, come on. Crazy culture, you're passing over. I'm gonna praise the Lord, oh my soul. Come on, somebody. And I know you're thinking, if that's at my house, I'm gonna, I don't know what I'm gonna do. That's why I put on Spotify and let the Spotify brothers sing to me. Come on, Psalm 103. Anybody get anything so far? Come on, Psalm 103. Check it out. Let's look at these angels. Psalm 103, verse 20. Bless the Lord, you his angels, hmm, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you hosts, you ministers of his, who do his pleasure. Again, in a similar way, we see the ministry of angels is to be your ministry or your service as well. The same thing that we see that they're doing, you and I need to partake of, we need to be doing. Here it is. We see this right here. At least four things in this scripture. Number one, they bless the Lord in worship and service. They bless the Lord in worship and service. It's an internal thing. And an external thing. It, it, it's a personal thing and it's a public thing. This is what I do. I bless the Lord in my worship. I bless the Lord in my home. I bless the Lord when we're all together. I bless the Lord in private. I bless the Lord in public. I serve the Lord in private. I serve the Lord in public. I serve the Lord. It's an internal thing. I get in my own life and my own self. I open up the word and I'm, I'm changed. And then, I, and then it's an external thing. I live it out. I live it out says that they did his word. They do his word, secondly. They fulfill, they fulfill his wants. They fulfill what God wants in their life and, and accomplish God's purpose in the earth. They, they, they do his word. They, they, they're, 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 their heart is, I want to do what God wants me to do. I want to go where God wants me to go. I'm not here to serve my own needs. I'm not here to do my own thing. I'm not here to fulfill my own purpose and my own plan. I'm here to serve God. I'm here to worship God. I'm here to, I'm here to use the resources resources that he's given to me, my mind, my will, my emotions, my strength, everything that he's given me, my education, everything, my money, I'm here to worship you and serve you. Is that your heart? Thirdly, it says that they heed or, or they obey his word. That's what it says, that they heed or obey his word, meaning they're just quick to respond. Come on, they're, they're quick to respond what God want, wanted them to do. They, they listened to what God wanted. Now we know that a third of the angels got kicked out of heaven. Lucifer, he's a fallen angel. Satan, come on, come on, the great dragon, he got kicked out of heaven. But he was made in God's image. But God even gave the angels choice to do whatever they want to do. Serve God or not serve God. And God gives you and I the very same choice. My plea, my prayer for you is that you'd be like the godly angels of God and that you'd use your ambition, you'd use your strength, you'd use your power, you'd use your might, you'd use your mind, you'd use your will, and you'd worship and serve God. Come on, everybody.
It'll be the best decision you ever made. Come on, the best decision you ever made. Lastly, it just says that they just pleased God. They please God. It says these angels, they, they do his pleasure. They please God. They don't please themselves. They just, they, they, they live a surrendered life. I, I'm, not, I'm not here for my own one. I'm not here for my, my, my own self. I, I surrender my life to you. It's not just something that I surrendered my life to Jesus, you know, on, on really the middle of June, 1980, 43 years ago. I just said, I'm done, you know, 43 years ago, 20-year-old kid. I, I, I'm done running. I surrender my life. Listen to me. There have been multiple, multiple, multiple times I've had to come to an altar. I've had to come to a, a chair in my house and bow my knees and say, I'm surrendering again. Not my will, but your will be done. Not my plan, but your plan be done. Lord, I worship you. I want to serve you. I want my life to count. I don't want to, I don't want to bump along and not have any meaning in life. I want to do, use everything in my life to worship you and to serve you. Anybody ready for that? Come on. Amen, everybody. Man, I'm not going to talk long this morning because I want pretty soon we want the, the band to come back up. We're going to use them brothers today. Come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's, I'm telling you, they just helped me. Come on, some, I, feel, I feel like the help of the Lord up in here today. Because something happens when you just praise the Lord. Come on, so, so, come on. So, so listen, if, if you didn't get it the first go, come on, this is like at a concert where we all like to, come on, like, like to flick your bick and they come back up and they sing a couple more songs. If you didn't get it for the first hour and a half, we're going to give you one more chance. Come on, somebody. And so what, what, what needs to happen, listen to me, is that, is that you, you just don't agree with what's going on singing. You sing what's being sung. You get your heart in it. You get, you, you get your hands raised and you just say, I don't mind, I'm body, I'm tired of you dominating me. Come on, everybody's been through this. I've been through this. Come on, you go through a church like this and, and we're expressive and we're demonstrative and not for expression or demonstrative sake, but because the Bible says this is how we worship God. This is how we pray. The angels were shouting. The angels were worshiping. Come on, come on, there's a lot of activity going on in heaven. So, so there needs to be some activity up in this temple right here. Well, I just got to lift my hands and say, Lord, I'm a little bit tired today. But you said, bless the Lord. So I'm going to say, praise the Lord. I'm going to bless the Lord, oh, my soul. And all that is within me. Come on, somebody. I'm going to bless his holy name. Anybody, anybody ready for that? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so listen to this. Look on the screen real quick, because I think this is important. If the birth of Jesus was introduced by angels speaking about and worshiping the one who was born, the permanence of Jesus and his reign in our lives will continue by us speaking about and worshiping the one who was born. If he was introduced and all of heaven came and it was a celebration, it was a celebration. The same way he was introduced is the same way that needs to be permanent in your and my life. Every single day, I can tap into Jesus was born, King of kings, 
Lord of Lords, my God, my Lord. Every day I can tap into Jesus went to the cross for me. He paid my sin. He's my redeemer. He's my savior. We celebrate that at Easter. But right now we can just say, Lord God, thank you. In the exact moment, the book of Galatians says, at the right time, Jesus was born. And here we are in Southern California when there's crazy stuff going on politically. There's war over in Israel, in Hamas, and there's stuff going on in Ukraine, and there's crazy stuff going on in Africa, and there's crazy stuff going on in our seats, but I choose to worship God and serve God and see his will be done, his kingdom come. Come on, everybody. And we're going to see these days will be the greatest days you've ever lived. Come on, everybody. If we'll just choose to worship and praise God, I believe that. I believe that. That your worship to God, listen, your worship to God brings an awareness of his presence in your life. If, you, if you're kind of like, going, I can't feel God. God's nowhere. It seems like God's distant. I, I don't know where God is. It's, it's kind of like when we were kids, and, and I've, I've told this story before, but my grandparents lived in this big old house in Connecticut, and, and us grandkids, there was like 10 of us grandkids, and we get together and go to Grandma and Grandpa's house, and, and, and up in the attic, it was this huge attic. I mean, I mean, I'm talking about like an attic that was, I don't know, uh, like a, like a 1500 square foot attic. It was huge. And it was, and we'd go up there and the older grandkids thought it was fun to turn off all the lights in the attic. Right. Come on, you know older grandkids, right? Older your cousins. And so, and, and so we would all be kind of going around there trying to scare us and, you know, all that kind of thing. And I knew, I knew where the switch was. I knew, come on, this, we're, I'm talking back, about, back in the day when there's a light bulb. Come on, a 40-watt bulb. That's, that's the light up there. And I remember that light bulb had a, little, had a little cord, had a little, come on, a little string on it. And I remember kind of going around, just scared the bejesus out of me. And I'm like going around going, and I just, I, you can't see, it's dark, dark. And I, but I'm going, I know I can touch the cord. And so I'm kind of going around going like this. And I'm just trying to feel the cord. Come on, I'm just trying to feel the string. Come on, I'm just kind of, and if I could get the string, I could turn the light on. Come on, sometimes in worship, sometimes when I'm going through some stuff, here's what I feel like. I'm just trying to get through this, Lord. I know you're there. Come on, I know if I know if I can just worship, the light's going to come. And sure enough, come on everybody, sure enough, every single day, come on, every single time, you just pull the cord, the light comes on. And I go, I can see you, you can see me. Come on, everybody. I can see the enemy. He's defeated. Come on. Yeah. You know, Kimberly said something a minute ago when she was up here about, about God sees you. And I was thinking about the first time that that's mentioned in the book of Genesis is when, when, uh, when God's plan was for Abraham to continue and, and to stay connected with his wife, Sarah, and they couldn't have a baby. And so Abraham said, hey, you know, or Sarah actually said, hey, you know, here's Hagar and go ahead and have a child with her. And maybe, maybe you know, she'll get pregnant, and have a child and he'll be the son of promise. And, and, you know, Abraham went, well, OK, that sounds good. You know, big knucklehead guy. And so they got together and, and sure enough, she got pregnant, had a baby. And God said, that's the son of the flesh. That's Ishmael. Right. Uh, but what I what, while that baby was, was small, they, they ran out. Come on, when, when he was born, uh, uh, the, uh, man, Sarah got mad and just said, man, you know, who are you? In the, get out of my house. And, and she went running in the desert. She went running in the desert with a baby. Didn't know what to do. I thought, I, 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 thought I, I didn't ask for this. I'm just trying to serve that woman. And, and, and come on, the man, and, you know, it all happened. And here's a baby. I, I, I didn't ask for this. The Bible says this. God came to her. And that's the first time that we see it. God says, I'm the God who sees. In the middle of your pain, listen to me, all over the room, you know, Fonzo was sing, singing about it and Kimberly said it. 
Listen to me. Right now, all over the room, online, God's the God who sees you. He sees you. You might be running. You might be hiding. You might be running because some stupid stuff happened to you, and you think there's no way back. There's no way back. Listen to me. God's word for her was, go back home. And I got a word for everybody in the room online, whoever listens, whenever they listen. Go back home. Home to God. Home to his kingdom. Home to his heart. And you're going to find him with open arms, and your life will be turned around, and you become a deeper and deeper worshiper. Amen, everybody? I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. Listen, we praise God. Why do we praise God? We praise God for who he is. We praise God for who he is. Uh, scripture says in Psalm 29, I was talking to my, one of my grandkids last night and just talking to her about this. We praise God for who he is. We, we remember his names and we, we recount the names of God. He's Savior. He's Healer. He's, he's our righteousness. He's our shepherd. He's our deliverer. We praise God for who he is. We praise God for his character. He's good. He's kind. He's compassionate. He's generous. He's benevolent. He's all wise. He's our God. We, we praise him for who he is. We, we, we praise God for what he's done. We praise him for what he's done. We, we recount. Listen. Recount specific situations in your life. Here's what happens in worship. Hopefully you're doing this. And if not, let me encourage you to do it. During worship, and, and you need to regularly tell God, I remember what you did for me then. I remember I was in jail and you got me out of jail. I remember when I was messed up and I was dating that wrong dude and you broke it off. And my heart was broken, but I'm glad my life wasn't broken. Come on, God, you're a good God. I, I want to recount the goodness of God in my life. And we praise God just for his continual help. What he's doing right now. Lord, I'm reminded, I'm, I'm reminded of what you're doing right now. I might not see everything, but, but character is being born in my life. And, and I thank him. I'm going to praise you. And, and I'm going to worship you. Listen, God doesn't need your worship, but you, your, your needs, listen, your needs need to worship your God. God doesn't need your worship, but your needs need to hear you worshiping God, we could say. Listen, somebody said this, is that you become what you worship. You become what you worship, no matter what it is, your, your family, you want everything's about your family and your family's important, uh, but, but it's about my job. It's all about, and you worship the job and it's about money or whatever it is. And it, 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 it'll dominate your life. And, and the scripture calls that idolatry. So we need to flip the switch. We say, God, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be that person. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to be like the angels. I'm going to let, let praise continually stir in my life. I'm going to, I'm going to bless the Lord. I'm going, to, you, you're, I'm going to do your word. I'm going to heed your word. I'm going to fulfill your purpose. I'm, not, I'm going to please you. I'm not going to, not going to please myself. I, I love this in Psalm chapter 8, verse 1 through 2. Check it out. Psalm 8, 1 through 2. It says this. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. You set your glory above the heavens. Verse 2, out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you've ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. Look at that. I love this scripture. We talk about it regularly because I think it's so important. When we talk about praise and worship, I can't think of a better scripture that gives us the heart of God. What we need to be doing as God's people concerning worshiping him and magnifying him. He tells us his, his name is glorious. His, his name's excellent in all the earth. He, he set his glory, who he is, above the heavens. He, he's above all. 
He's above all, everything created, things that we see, things that we know, things that we don't even know, haven't seen yet. And he says this out of the mouth of babies. Listen, he's talking about young people spiritually, people who haven't even grown spiritually yet, people who are just beginning their walk with Christ. He said out of the, out of the mouth of babes and, and nursing infants, small children spiritually, you've ordained strength. I've given you the ability to be strong because you've got an enemy. You've got an enemy. There's an enemy. There's an avenger. There's, there's somebody coming against you, and I've given you the divine ability to silence that enemy. Just, I just need to, I just need to not, not, not think about that. I, I just need to, I just need to uh, uh, stay away from that. No, 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 no. You need to do something with praising God. Because the Bible says your praise will silence that voice. Will stop that voice. Will put that voice on notice. You're not coming in this house anymore. You're not taking up mental space in my mind anymore. Young ones, young ones, aged ones, us aged ones. Oh, you know, I've, I've done that before. I know, no, 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 you need to praise God. You young ones, listen, don't be too cute to praise God. Well, that's just, that's just, you know, I just kind of think, you know, the singing thing is just not kind of like not my thing. And the singing thing is kind of a more feminine thing, is a woman thing. No, 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 no. Listen to me. It's a heart thing. Amen. Come on, somebody. It's a heart thing. So I'm going to get my heart right. I'm going to get my heart right. I'm going to get my heart right. I'm going to say, God, I want to be like David. I want to be a worshiper out there in the mountain. And I want to be a warrior standing in front of Goliath. I want to be a worshiper and a warrior. Come on. Man, praise will silence the enemy. What we know is that the, the, the devil, unresisted, he's going to gain ground. He's going to gain ground. If you do not resist the devil, he is going to gain ground in your life. And one way that you stop his advance in your life is by lifting up your voice. Hey, listen, not a Sunday thing again. Not a Sunday, forgive me saying it a hundred times. Not a Sunday thing. It's an everyday thing. Lord, I just praise you. You don't know what to do. Get up in the morning. One of the first things I say in the morning, I, I get up. Come on, you know, everybody's in the same way. Get up and you know what you got to do. I get up and you go, praise the Lord. Come on, praise the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. Come on, you're shuffling. I will rejoice and I'll be glad in him. Come on. Somebody shuffling, shuffling. Come on, everybody. We're all the same. But we're just going to praise the Lord. We're going to magnify the Lord. We're going to set the agenda today. Lord, you're going to hear my voice in the morning. I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to moan. I don't want to check the weather. I don't want to see what's on my IG account. I don't want to see what, what kind of emails I got. I'm going to lift my voice and just say, Father, thank you for this day. Come on. You're, you're a good God. You're, I love you today. Come on. I praise you today. Come on. You're great, Lord God. You're doing great. Come on, everybody. You're doing great things, Lord. Come on, you're doing great things. Come on, let's be like Psalm, verse thir chapter 34, verse 1. I will. Come on, read it out loud, will you? I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Come on, make the decision. Make a choice. I'm going to bless the Lord. Every occasion, every circumstance, I'm going to bless the Lord. In the good times, in the hard times, in the challenging times, in a good report, in a negative report. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise, come on, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You might not think it's necessary, but it's necessary. Your voice, come on, listen to me. Your need needs to hear your voice. One more time. Your need needs to hear your voice. 
I'm talking to your sickness. I'm talking to your pain. I'm talking to your financial shortfall. I'm, ta I'm talking to that situation of my kids. You can't stay. Come on, everybody. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Come on, look what it says in verse 2. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear and be glad. My soul, my mind, my will, my emotions, my intellect, my thinking, my reasoning. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Come on, emotions. Come on, emotions. I know you're feeling a little melancholy today. I know you're feeling a little bit withdrawn today. I'm going to, come on, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Praise God. Come on, get up. Worship God. Lift your hands. Come on. You tell yourself what to do. Yeah. And verse 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Come on. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I love, I just, let's just look at that scripture real quick. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Praise is a gatherer. Listen to me. Praise is a gatherer. When you start praising, all of a sudden it attracts other praisers. I don't know about you, but there's been some times I know that I've been in some church services and I, when I need to get close to that person because they're going to praise God. They're going to help me a little bit. Come on. Come on, somebody. Uh, and Listen, if you're back, if, you, if you're sitting next to a non-singer, you better just, you better start singing. You're messing with me right now. You better lift your voice. I might come over and tackle you. Come on, lift your voice. Come on. Come on, be that person. Be the person when someone comes in here that you got some fire and your fire's going off on somebody else. Come on, everybody. Come on, stand with me. Come on, church. 